Hello, my name is Ed Frawley. My wife and I own Learbird. Got a good question today about a young seven-month-old Australian shepherd that goes a little crazy when the lady, not aggressive crazy to the lady, just crazy towards the leash and wanting to fight and play with the leash. But before I get into this and read it, I'll say it again. We get questions like this through our website and the Ask Cindy portal on the front of the website. Cindy's my wife. We get them every day. Cindy answers them every day. People do not need to be a customer of Learbird to get a question answered. And they can ask questions on training, on behavioral problems, on breeding. Uh, I bred police service dogs for 35 years. Uh, I no longer do that and haven't for almost 13 years. Uh, or health problems. If we can't answer the question, we'll get the answers for you. If we can't answer the questions and, and don't know what the answers are, we'll tell you that too. But we do have a database of over 3,500 of this. Not every question goes into the database. In fact, not very many do. But we've got 3,500 good ones in there, and you can search on them. So this one, let me read it to you. I'm trying to work on a stay with my seven-month-old Australian Shepherd. When I get out the long line, my puppy seems to think it's time for her to go crazy, and she starts grabbing the long line and biting it and trying to play. I've been having no success stopping this behavior and just end the training session. Looking for any advice you might have on how to stop this behavior. I'm starting to think I'm expecting too much too fast with this puppy. I've owned, I've owned golden retrievers in the past, and that breed definitely has been a challenge, too. I've been doing some clicker training with her. She's not the most biddable dog and really has a mind of her own. My goals are to train her for rally and obedience. Good questions. Really, really good questions because I'll even start here before I start to talk about what Cindy says is at seven months old, you're dealing with the puppy and there's a limited amount of obedience that we think you should put into puppies at this age. We think that it's more important to be working on your relationship with your dog from the time it's eight weeks up to nine months, 10 months, 11 months old. Work on relationship issues with the dog. If you can work on your communication skills with the dog, in other words, marker training, if you can work on building your relationship, when the dog is old enough after this, and I'm saying at nine, 10, 11, 12 months, Training behaviors is so easy. If you have a good relationship and a good communication program with your dog, it's gonna be easy to teach them the behaviors you want them to learn. Doesn't matter really what it is. So Cindy said, does your puppy like toys? If so, I would teach her to redirect her energy into a toy that she likes. I would also not be working a lot of stay at this age, especially when you know that there's going to be a trigger for her having the wild behavior that she has. Absolutely the truth. I play with her in a structured environment uh, and give her acceptable outlets 
for energy and desire to use her mouth. In other words, pick one of her favorite toys and play with that toy. If she'll play tug, teach her how to play tug. But it's all a game. Take her outside in a fenced enclosure. Try and wear her out. Take her for a long walk. Then I would work, Cindy goes on, then I would work short stays after she's been exercised and trained and her energy level is lower. Then do short stays and mark them quickly. You can use the old successive approximation concept with a young dog that like, that's like this. If it's been exercised, if it's calm, and you ask it for a stay, hey, be happy with it staying for a second. Mark it and reward it. Be happy with it saying for two seconds, mark it and reward it. Be happy with three seconds, mark it and reward it. Put it away for the day. Do that during the middle of all your play exercises. Successive approximation means you work up to the behavior that you're looking for and you will mark the progression of behaviors to get you to that final behavior. Cindy goes back, to, goes on to say that we have a couple of videos that would really help you on this. The power of training dogs with food, the power of, of playing tug with your dog, and she would recommend that. But she said at seven months old, I'd be using a regular leash for stays, not a long line. That woman's gone way, way, way too far down the behavior road. She should work into it. Start with a six-foot line. And then, <laughs> then when you get a long stay, then you can start adding, adding length to that line. Buying new line, long lines from Learbird. <laughs> Lady came back and said, thank you so much for your thoughts on this issue. I really appreciate your opinion. She said, I actually went back to my DVD collection, my Learbird DVD collection. I actually have both of those products. So it's time for me to rewatch it, which is a great, great thing that I've been saying for 30 years is that we put as much information as we can get into our DVDs or into our online courses, into our streaming courses. We don't produce DVDs anymore. It's all online courses. But the point is, and I've always said, the material we put out for training is not designed to be looked at one time can't do it. You can't remember everything that's in it. It's to be looked at 10 times, 15 times, 20 times. And every time you look at it, have a notebook with you and write down the good idea. Because that's how we put these courses together. We try and build an outline and we, we work on that outline sometimes for, for months or years before we put it into a course. And it all started back when I first went to my first seminar on Schutzen. It's now IGP back in 1973, and it was a two-day seminar, Saturday and Sunday, and on Monday I couldn't remember hardly anything that was there other than how cool it all was. So then I decided, okay, I'm going to get a videotape so I can videotape these seminars and for myself. And then I'd have them, and I'd sit down, and I'd watch them again and again and again and again. And then I put that concept into the training. So... That's what you have to do. Number one, this lady has to break it all down, bring it right back to the beginning, and then take the videos she already has and watch what we say in it again and again and again. And she'll end up being a much better dog trainer. 